Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have another Millennial Music Chat with the heirs. Try to stop by, it was pretty late The door was closing, it told me to come another day I saw the light in the driveway Stumbled over your ego and went in anyway If I said I knew what was better You Hey there, and thanks for joining us for another edition of Millennial Money Lifestyle Thursday. Los Angeles-based band The Airs, led by the brother and sister team of Brandon and Savannah Hudson, whose new single, What You Want, got over 100,000 downloads in its first week of being released. The Airs richly blend their musical influences of the 70s, 80s, and 90s records that the band grew up listening to while creating their version of new millennial pop music. I've interviewed The Airs a couple of times, and I really think this is a band to watch in 2017. Take a listen to our conversation with Brandon and Savannah of the Airs as they talk about getting a break on America's Got Talent, the new EP that they're currently recording, and how the 80s band The Smith influenced the group's name. The Airs um, is relatively a, a newer project. Um, we are There's five of us in the band. Uh, I play guitar and I sing. Savannah sings. Uh, Brennan plays the drums. Alex plays the guitar. And Ian plays the bass. Uh, 
but it's just us two right now. But but yeah, so there, there's five of us. We make like um, cool indie pop music. That's what we would call it. We just like to create and know, we're working on our, our first EP as a band right now. And we're really excited about all the material that we're working on. So how long have you guys been together as a band? Um, almost a year and a half, I would say. I mean, we've, we've been a, a project. We've, all, we've done different things here and there all of our lives. We've always, always kind of been in music um, in any way we can. But the Airs Project is probably a year and a half old yeah. at this point. Okay. So we're still babies. As a band. <laughs> As a band, exactly. Um, so, so, but you guys ca- kind of had a little dip in the toe in uh, becoming a little bit famous with America's Got Talent uh, on season eight. Um, how did that experience help you guys to yeah. where, where you guys are right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, we were so young. Um, so <laughs> we definitely had a lot of learning to do, but it taught us so much. It taught us, you know, like how to stand up on stage in front of immensely huge crowds right, and not right. be shaking in our boots um so yeah we had a really great time and it was a great experience we've grown so much and learned so much since then and we've changed so much so um yeah i mean it was great Uh, we we had a good time on it it's a part of our story you know and it's something that we we value and and cherish and like savannah said it, it did teach us a lot um it kind of showed us the way as far as it goes with you know performing on stage learning how you know, proper stage etiquette and how to entertain people. Uh, and so we, we do value that experience a lot. And it's taught us a lot, uh, especially when we tour now. Right. Well, I think, I think with, with those kind of shows, it, it, you know, any of those kind of shows, if you really have the talent, you're going to make it later on anyway, even if you don't win the, the big prize. And maybe it's sometimes better that you don't win the big prize, too. You, you can learn a lot more lessons if you're actually seasoned and good. Right. You know, I we com- appreciate I com- that. We yeah. appreciate that, and I, I completely agree. I, I think it's not about the moment that you're there. It's the moment that you capture the people and take them with you on your journey. And like Melanie Martinez is yeah. another example of you know somebody that was on The Voice, and now she is, uh, you know, created her right. own thing, figured out her sound, and and it's doing really well. So that's what we're really excited for, and we're, we're thankful for all the people that have stuck with us through all of these different experiences, and uh, we really can't wait to share with you uh, all of the new stuff we've been working on, and uh, yeah. So, hey, Brandon, so tell me about the story about, you told me before, about how, how you became a songwriter when you were a, a young lad. Oh, absolutely, man, the young lad days, these are, <laughs> these are the, those are the prime days. Um, well, I had, uh, to be completely honest with you, I had a crush on the girl that lived behind my family back when I was like nine and 10 and I didn't really know how to deal with my feelings. So I would put them into melodies and songs in hopes that that would get the attention. (laughs) And ever since that's kind of been my go-to for letting out emotions and, uh, you know, Sav and I have been collaborating since we were kids, and now we're collaborating collectively as a group. And it's just constant evolution as a as a creator. And um, I think that that's the best part is it's always fresh, and there's always something new to talk about, something new to sing about, especially with everything that happens in the world and what happens in our own personal lives. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely the my favorite outlet, my go to outlet. Savannah, were you always into music as much as as your brother? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got him into music in a way. Uh, I kind of, I was that showy kid at five that just wanted to be singing and dancing wherever I could. Mm -hmm. I would find 
random talent shows to, to sing at every weekend and bring my little boom box and, <laughs> and just play for whoever I could because it's all I wanted to do since I was like, since I could even know what singing was, I was right. like, this is what I want to do. And then I, um, I was, I was constantly just singing. And then I, Brandon wrote a song and I was like, Oh, what is this? Like music you're writing on your own. It's not like a Broadway tune. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's, it's cool. Like you should write with me. And so basically since I was eight, I've, I've been writing and, and singing and with collaborating people. with other people. Right. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of got him into music in a way, <laughs> but we were, it, it was definitely collective. Like we, right. we, we've been kind of doing it t- together for a long time. <laughs> well, what music were you guys listening to as kids that, that gave you that kind of aha moment that you wanted to become musicians later on? Uh, I mean, our parents raised us on some amazing music, mm-hmm. uh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, classic eighties music, uh, some weird 80s music, which kind of got us into the stuff that we're into now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the whole new wave thing definitely started <laughs> right. back when we were kids. Right. Um, I think that as a songwriter, uh, what made me want to make really great songs was getting um, like the Beatles collection of mm-hmm. CDs for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd always liked them as a kid, but like really digging into the songs was what made me realize that. I wanted to write really cool stuff too. Uh, yeah, and for me, it was "Rumors" by Fleetwood Mac. That's like yeah. my all-time favorite. That's what made me want to write good music mm-hmm. and sing and harmonize and all that stuff. It was kind of like my big, my big break. I was like, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yes. Right. Well, I think you guys are the generation of two of, of growing up with '80s and '90s music, and that's where you could kind of see a lot of artists like yourselves t- sort of blending that now too. Exactly. It's a very common thing. uh, And that's important. You know, it's it's cultural. I feel like that's just a part of 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 what our generation has listened to and seen and been uh, exposed to as kids. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of taking that and taking what we listen to on modern radio and what we listen to on Spotify on all those Discover Weekly playlists and blending it into something unique. Yeah. Well, tell us about the, the new single, What You Want, um, and talk about the song a little bit. Absolutely. Well, What You Want, uh, we are so excited that it's finally out again for everyone to, to listen to. Uh, what You Want was created um, very naturally, actually. We, we had a writing session, and it was um, it was kind of like at the point working with a label where everyone is asking for a hit, asking for a hit. Like, all right, you're in the writing process. Make a hit, make a hit, make a hit, do it, make a hit. And so with what you want, we were like, oh, let's be kind of cheeky and, you know, kind of give them exactly what they want. <laughs> and hence how that turned out. Um, so we, we do, we do think it's a funny, ironic thing, just like with, uh, Sarah Bareilles' love song, how, you know, she was consistently told mm-hmm. to write a love song for her label. And so she finally kind of gave, gave them, what they wanted uh and it was a very similar story we we love the song we love playing the song live and uh has a really really fun energy uh we got to play it for our first big crowd at our headline show at the el rey theater in september and that was kind of like the first time we saw people react to it as we wanted them to um and it's definitely a very uh a very stick stimulating emotion to share a connection to a song collectively yeah and what we've also um 
put together a couple of videos, um, alternate videos for it. So yeah. those will be coming out very soon. A live um, one. A live video and then a lyric video. So stay tuned for those. Well, that sounds good. Are, are you, and you guys mentioned that you guys are in the, in the studio now, or actually today. Uh, are you guys working on a full album now? Yeah. yeah. We are currently working on an EP, which is okay. half of an album. Cool. Cool. Six songs. Yes, I guess it's a longer EP. Uh, yeah. Right now, it's kind of in the it's in the early development phases of just beginning to, you know, write songs and select ones that that our whole team feels strongly about, and then just dialing them in and continually creating. Uh, so we're, you know, growing and growing every day in the studio. Well, what 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 inspires uh, you guys uh, in your songwriting these days? Oh man, just I mean, we live in LA, so that's a major inspiration for us. Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, growing up in L.A. and having teenage experiences. It's our lives, really. Our lives, yeah. I mean, we have, we have our best friends are in the band with us, so we kind of experience everything together. So it makes it easier for us to, to write because we can just be like, oh, my God, remember that time, and then yeah. write a song about it. It's just, you know, I mean, I feel like we all look back at our teenage years as, like, something that was, like, a, a growth period, mm-hmm. you know, our early adult bit you know turning 20 and kind of figuring out what happens after that um and so for us we we're viewing it in the perspective of living in the moment and also trying to document it as best as possible before it goes away and um you know we it's just normal funny things that will impact us super heavily you know sneaking into mm-hmm. a, a cool club that like we're not supposed to be in that's like a fun <laughs> thing you know what i mean right, especially right. when you can't do it it's it just makes it more fun you know or, or just you know getting in the car together with all of our friends and driving to a lookout spot and talking about interesting things you know these are all very simple things that impact us super heavily growing up and um you know we just kind of want to capture those very simple adolescent emotions and and put them into the music that you listen to so that you can feel that as well Right. Well, how do you guys, as not only as brother and sister, but as as a band collectively, how do you guys collaborate on on the music? Um, it kind of just depends on the situation. We have a rehearsal spot that we lock out, um, so we basically just rehearse there. And then after, if the guys start jamming on something, and I come up with the melody, we kind of start writing a song there. That could be a way to write. Um, we also just right in our backyard or at, at the house. Um, in the studio. It's in the studio. But usually Brandon and I write the lyrics and all that melody stuff, and then the guys come in with all their instrumental mm-hmm. parts. Yeah. As of recently, um, Alex and I have been digging deeper and deeper into producing. Um, so we've been uh, working on, you know, just creating these demos for the most part uh, before we, you know, really finish them up in the studio with, uh, with our producer. So it's been it's been fun having the freedom to kind of experiment with our sound and and really turn it into something we're really proud of and something that we think that our uh, that our that our friends are are proud of. And then we jump in uh, with uh, our producer Bram and Score, who uh, who does Troy Savon stuff. He did Blue Neighborhood and mm. does a lot of other really cool music. And he really just dials it in and turns it into uh, exactly what you listen to. <laughs> Uh, well, is it easier for you guys as brother and sister uh, to almost like finish each other's sentences because you kind of know what you're gonna gonna say or something? 
I think I I, I kind of I look at it in uh, in this way. I we both have the same vision for this band. We both have the same dreams and yeah. and wants for what we want, we what we see ourselves doing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just like double the force and double the passion for the same goal. Um, so I mean, we we're different people, but we help each other complete the project because I have one side of it and he has the other side of it. And then when we collaborate, it's like the full thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think we're, I think we're super lucky to, to be like that because I know a lot of siblings aren't like that. Um, <laughs> right, but right. yeah, I mean, just, we have an extreme amount of passion for this project. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of takes away from everything else because we just want this, you know, yeah. we're just, we're ready to go, man. We're ready to put out, a lot of stuff. We're mm-hmm. ready to bombard everyone with content and really <laughs> l- allow people to understand what this project is. I mean, it's so early on and so fresh right now. We're just excited for, for people to jump onto it uh, and, and, and connect with what we're trying to get across. Well, well the music so far that you guys recorded, what, what's the feeling that you want fans uh, to have when they're, when they're listening to, to the Ayers music? Ah, well... I mean, we want everyone to go into it uh, with an open mind and excited. Uh, the EP is going to be very eclectic with a lot of different kinds of uh, different kinds of songs that all kind of blend together with our cohesive sound. But we're live, man. We're we're a live band. We, uh, you know, there's live drums, live guitars, live yeah. bass, and we feel like in pop music right now, that's kind of something that's been absent for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're really excited to bring that back, and we're really excited to. Uh, to just kind of take it back to what it was, but still keep it modern. And uh, yeah, we're ready to play some shows too. <laughs> um, so uh, I love I love how you guys kind of came up with the, the band name. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you guys came up with a band name. Definitely. Um, we were collaborating on different ideas for, uh, for our project's name originally. And, um, you know, we've always been the underdogs, essentially. I feel like that's kind of what we would say. And, uh, we heard uh, How Soon It Is Now by The Smiths. That's always been a pretty sick song on our playlists. And we listened to it. He has a lyric that says, I'm the son and the heir to nothing in particular. And we kind of related to that in a sense and wanted to represent our group of kids growing up and wanting to be something. And uh, that's kind of how the name took on its size. Well, I like that. So, um what, tell me, tell me a little bit about your new video for for this for the single. It, it looks really MTV retro ish in, in all the good ways. Um, How did you guys come up with a concept for the video? Yeah, I mean, that, thank you for saying that. That was kind of our goal. Um, uh, we actually were on a winter tour when uh, our management was like, "Okay, need to make a video <laughs> for what you want." So come up with a concept, and we were. Uh, watching a bunch of old 80s MTV music videos uh, with the disco balls and the, right. and the foggy lights and the dramatic kind of, kind of thing. So we were like, why don't we just do something like that and and show our fan base our personalities a bit because nobody really knows anything about us yet. But we, it's funny because when we, when we filmed that video, even like however long ago we shot it, like six months ago or four months ago, um, we, we've grown so much since then, like all the boys' hair is longer. <laughs> and so we watch right. it and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but we had we had a, an extremely fun time filming that because, um, I mean, I love disco balls and, yeah. and pretty lights and stuff. So I think it, the glamour and the fun of it was really fun for us. And 
to kind of get to experience our first video as a band was really cool. Yeah, it, it was our first music video. So I feel like we all were <laughs> extremely over the top excited about that. And uh, yeah, even like we see it. In we the- look back now and we had our first like stylist for that video because mm. um, usually we just dress ourselves. And the boys, like Ian, our bass player, picked mm-hmm. out this crazy like white shirt with sequins on it. Mm-hmm. And like he was just so excited to have a stylist. So he was right. like, yeah, like, I'll wear that. Yeah, I'll wear this. I'll wear that. And now we look back and he's like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have worn that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you were so excited that you got to wear stuff from a stylist that you just like put it on. Yeah. Right, right. Well, what what have you guys been learning about, you know, being signed to a record uh, or, you know, to a label and stuff like that, having stylists and, you know, all those, those elements that come with, with this kind of process? What have you guys been learning as, as young artists um, and dealing with that? I think, I think the main thing that we've learned is kind of do it yourself, you know, like make, make the content that you want to make, make the music you want to make, dress how you want to dress and and we have definitely taken control um, in that aspect because we just want to show people who we are and not what someone else wants us to be. Um, and we're really lucky because our label completely supports that and they let us do what we want to do. So I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which is relying on other people can 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 be a tough, thing. especially yeah. like especially as a band that. You know, we we are young and, and we 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 listen to what kids our age listen to. We yeah. watch what you know people our age watch. Like yeah. we know, I think we we understand and know our generation in a way. So like we want to make sure that that we really are portrayed the the way we we want to be portrayed. I mean, so so taking control of that and uh, and visually grabbing it and 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 creating something uh, that we think our friends would like is, is a very important aspect to our process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really important too, to just keep your creative control too. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what else are you guys listening to on your playlist? As you mentioned before these days, what other new music are you guys obsessing over? Oh man, so much. We've been listening to that new childish Gambino album a lot. Um, we really like that. We've been Ander- Anderson, to Anderson Pack, Pack is so yeah. good. Stoked to uh, stoked that he's nominated for a Grammy this year too. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Ocean's new album, Blondes. We just got that on vinyl. We've been listening to that a lot. <laughs> um, K Tronada, ninety nine point nine percent, is another really cool electronic album of last year. Um, we've been listening to Mac DeMarco, The XX's new record. That's really yeah, good. So good. Yeah, that's good. There's been a a lot of new stuff that's come out recently <laughs> right, right. that we're really into, uh, as well as like a lot of classic stuff. I mean, we've been listening to like one of the first Simple Minds EPs mm. and uh, mm. like weird '80s new wave stuff. Right. Uh, a lot of New Order since they're playing Coachella mm. this year. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. To see that happen live. Yeah. Um, and they, they've kind of made like the almost, list kind of goes on and on. Yeah. On. Right. Right. Yeah. New Order's kind of made almost a. They were always kind of out there, but now they've kind of made a, a full comeback as well, too. Um, so it's about time. We're we're like, it's it, they've become so culturally relevant again. Right, right. <laughs> it's such a crazy thing. I mean, I think over the past two years, over the past two years, like the, you hear you hear their songs everywhere, even mm-hmm. out in in, uh, in cool spots like at parties wherever right. New Order is is back. So right. you know, we grew up listening to them and seeing it relevant 
in you know our society is yeah. really cool. Um, right. So we we're looking forward to seeing them play. Well, what, what was one of the best concerts that you guys uh, went to as as kids? Oh, um, let's see. I I wasn't really a kid. Yeah, anytime. My anytime, parents yeah. surprised me with Fleetwood Mac tickets right. uh, yeah. a couple a couple years ago, and that was kind of just like I just always wanted to see them, no matter sure. what. I was like, I will see them, yeah. and it was actually the tour where they were all together mm-hmm. for like one last time. Right. Uh, and I just had I had the best experience there, uh, and I was crying, and it was <laughs> really dramatic. <laughs> it was really great. Right. Awesome. Well, where can people find your music and your website? Yeah, on all social media, we are just The Airs Music, H-E-I-R-S Music, one word. Um, our, our Instagram and Twitter and all of that is the same. Um, YouTube, you can find us, The Airs Music. Our new single, What You Want, is out right now on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere. I don't know if it's on title, but whatever you've got, it's probably there. So please check it out. We really appreciate all of the support and the uh, and the love from everyone who's been listening to it so far. And uh, thanks for having us on today and chatting with us. Oh,